welcome back to Write Dammit with me, Zoe Richards, your host. This is the podcast for writers of all kinds who maybe get stuck with your writing. This podcast will help you get unstuck and help re-motivate you so that you get the writing done. Episode 48. And you know, at the end of the chats that I have with different writers, I always ask the quick fire five. They're not very quick, are they? But anyway, I do them at the end of each of the chats that we have. And one of the questions, the first one, is asking people, are you a plotter or a pantser and why? And it got me thinking that, you know, it's perhaps useful for me to describe what my style is, because I describe myself as somebody who plots the boundaries and then lets myself go free with discovery writing. What does that actually mean? What do I do? So first of all, I think it's worth saying that I generally start with a moment. And what I realise is that in the past, I would think I had a plot idea because I had a moment. Oh, I know, wouldn't it be great if I wrote a story about this? And the this that I got in my head was literally just a moment. So it's no wonder that in the past I would run out of steam. So probably around about, well, something between 10,000 and 25,000 words. I think most probably ran out of steam between fifteen and 20,000 words. And I struggled to keep going because you haven't got a plot. You haven't got a full story when it's simply a moment and a moment in time. However, that moment is still really helpful. My first thing then is to ask myself, well, where does this moment sit? What's actually going on around this moment? What happened before, immediately before that moment? What happened? What happens immediately after that moment? Now, this is the start of me doing that plotting the boundaries. So I'm not doing a full on plotting, but I am just giving that sense of where does this moment fit? Then I start thinking about the character because it's usually only one character that I've got in my moment. Who else is in this moment with that character? Who else was in the moment before? Who else might be in the moment after? And then I can start to think about what are the motivations for that character in the moment and what are the motivations for the other people who are coming in in the moment before or in the moment after. And you can keep on doing that same process. So from the moment before, now make that a moment. What happens before? What happens after? I also have started to find that I can apply some of the neuro-linguistic programming techniques that I have. So I'm an NLP practitioner and we do something called future pacing. So we look ahead to the future. What is it that you want to achieve in the future? So that's now our end point of the novel. Where do we want this novel to finish? And then with future pacing, We then go around saying, so what happens before that? What needs to happen before that? What happens before that as well? And we keep going backwards until we get to the now. And that future pacing process enables us to understand with a project or with a goal we're doing for ourselves or with something that we want to change in ourselves. It helps us to understand step by step what we need to do. 
And applying that to writing, we can do the same kind of thing. So we can say, all right, what's going to happen at the very end of this novel? So I know with book two that uh, I was thinking to myself, what needs to happen at the very end to make this a satisfactory ending? By the way, it doesn't mean that it actually will be the end of my novel. I remember with book one, my original ending point was uh, starting from the point where there was a fire in the forest and from that the community came together and because the community came together, Holly was able to do blah, 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 blah. That fire never happens now in the novel. So what I want you to understand here is that you can use something that may end up getting deleted or you know you decide actually that's not the right end point. You'll only know that from working backwards from it. And then you go, mm, do you know, that's probably not feeling very realistic. It's not the kind of thing that is bringing together. So what I wanted to do was to bring together the community so they become a community. A one-off moment of a fire in the forest wouldn't necessarily bring together a community that would have a strength together. They would simply have a moment of strength together. Okay, so do that future pacing and you can work your way back from that saying from that moment, what needs to happen before and what needs to happen before that and what needs to happen before that. And we can do the same process with and who needs to be involved and why are they involved? What's important to them? So my version of plotting isn't to plot each individual scene and it isn't to plot every individual chapter. But it is about getting that sense of what are the boundaries to my plot? And I revisit this constantly through going through writing a novel now because I've found it works for me. And what I have to say for you is that find the thing that works for you. So my technique may not work for you at all. And that is okay. You don't have to be in a place where what you're doing is exactly the same as somebody else telling you about their plotting style. You don't have to follow how I do it. Now, in order to know what works for you, of course, what you need to do is experiment. You can't simply say, well, I've done it once this way. I've done pantsing once. I've not tried anything else, but pantsing is the only way that I can do this. I can't do plotting. Well, how do you know if you've never tried a plotting technique? So there's something about experimenting, finding out what works for you. And if it doesn't work for you, then trying something else. But I'd say be careful about being really dictatorial with yourself of this is the only way I can write. The other thing to think in this context is how's it working for you right now? How's that going for you? So if you were to answer the question, are you a plotter or a pantser? What's your answer right now? Okay, so you've got that answer in your head. You know what your answer is to that question, obviously. How's it working for you? How's that going? Have you got to the end of your first draft? Have you been writing this novel for a few years? Have you maybe given up and written another one because you came up with a new idea and then you know you gave up and then you came up with another one because you had another new idea? You know how it goes. We've all been there at some point. If what you're doing is not actually getting you to the very end, maybe, just maybe, your technique isn't going to work for you. Now, I have to say, I'm going to be doing some experimenting. Um, I'm trying to say it's in October. I think it'll start end of October and then through November. 
At the moment, I'm just starting to work on my edits. My structural edits came in. Ah! So I'm currently working on those. And then I get those back by the 15th of October. I've got a bit more work to do on book two. But something I want to experiment with when I go on a writing retreat at the end of October is that I have a novel called The Seamstress, which is historical fiction. It's already written as not only a first draft, but a second draft. And um, spoiler alert, it's rubbish. So it's not a good novel and I know it's not a good novel. It's something I wrote a few years ago. It needs a lot of work and you know I put too much action in and there wasn't really much plot so I was trying to make things happen without really fully grasping why that was necessary, if it was necessary and how it moved the plot along. So what I'm actually going to do is take that draft that I've got and I think I'm going to call it my messy first draft because it is messy it may not be first but it is messy so I'm going to take that messy draft and I'm going to start going backwards through the plotting process I want to play with the idea of what bits from that draft actually work as part of the plot and what do I need to do to carry that plot along what's the story within the context of that plot I will report back at another time as to how that's worked for me and whether it then enables me to work differently with something that I have just thrown out there with with nothing. I mean, there were no boundaries around it. I can't even call it discovery writing. It was very, very low level pantsing. So it was poor quality pantsing from my perspective now of what I know now. So I will report back and let you know how this technique works of I've got a draft I now want to check in with what is the actual plot. And I guess in a way what I'm doing is a developmental edit. Um, I'm not quite sure it's got as far or going to get as far as being a structural edit, but certainly touching towards a structural edit. Again, it will be a low level and my version of a structural edit because I am not an editor. And so I think this will be an interesting method to understand what am I taking from plotting. But what you can understand from this is, I'm experimenting. Who knows if this is going to work for me? All I do know is that I won't know if it works unless I experiment. So that's a challenge I want to set you. If you are really dictatorial, very dogmatic about being a plotter or a pantser, just play around. You know, if you're a plotter and all you ever do is plot and you don't get to doing the writing, do you perhaps need to adapt your way of plotting? Do you perhaps need to bring in an element of I'm plotting the boundaries and now I'm going to leave myself to do the discovery writing? I experimented at one point where I basically plotted a scene in its entirety and then tried to write it. I couldn't. I don't know why, but honestly, I just, it felt like, well, haven't I told that story now? It's time for me to move on to something else. And I really could not write a story from that kind of plotting. But for book two, I've written the synopsis. I had a little bit that I had to go back and redesign around the synopsis. That's given me my boundaries. And then I've done a bit of mini plotting. So giving myself a few more boundaries from the synopsis to get a bit more detail. And I'm finding that method really works for me and really helps. Okay, so you're up for the challenge then of experimenting, playing around, finding out are you truly a pantser? Are you only a plotter in detail? Could your life be somewhere in the middle? Is that a planter? I'd actually don't like that word. So I am a 
I'm somebody who has boundaries to my plotting so that then I can do the discovery writing. And that discovery writing allows me to have those moments where my character goes and does something, how dare they, that they didn't tell me about. I'm surprised. (laughs) So I do enjoy doing that. I'd love it if you do a bit of experiment too, to see whether you are that in-betweener or whether you need to do more plotting when you don't or whether you need to do less plotting and get on with the darned writing. So have a little bit of a play over the next week. See how it works for you. Touch your base. Let me know. I'd love to hear how it's going for you. So I will leave you to your plotting or pantsing or doing that little bit of the mixture of plotting with discovery writing. So happy writing, plotting and processing it all. May the words flow for you. May the plotting process work for you. And I'll see you on the next episode. Mm